0: Hey hey oh, hey hey oh. This one is
1: explicit.
0: Hello Jess, what's up Elsie? Oh my God, it's been a day and a week and a month and a oh, year and a year. Oh yeah, what a year
2: already, huh? Ay, oh yeah yeah. I know.
0: The seasons are changing now. I'm having a, you know, I'm shifting my attitude. By the time you guys hear this.
2: Elsie will be a whole new person. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Because, um, you know, what was so fun about teaching yoga, which I really miss, really, I do miss it. Oh, honey. I know. Is is that I used to get an opportunity to really, like, teach about other things. Not that I don't mind teaching podcasting and talking about this stuff, but I was really – I taught about life. There was a lot more about the seasons changing, um, the environment and how it's making you feel. And we would just get deep on stuff. And and when seasons change, like, you know, this is going to be airing on Monday, March 21st. And that would mean that yesterday on Sunday – Is the beginning of spring. So it was the vernal equinox where, you know, that's the equal amount of day and equal amount of night. And this is a really powerful time of transition for planning and whatnot. Seasons change. Oh my God. Feelings change. (laughs) You have like the unlimited amount of songs that come out of your mouth. It's insane.
2: And one for every occasion. And for every, I,
0: I know. I love it. So sorry. No, no, no. But it's 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 really. I guess for me, springtime has always been really important. I've always gotten like, oh, and I'm going to get to do this, and I'm going to get to do this. And I looked over to my website. I went to my own website, ElsieYogaKula.com, and I searched my own website for spring, and I wrote this wonderful article. <laughs> But I forgot I wrote. I'm so good. It's, it, it seems like somebody else wrote these things, honestly, because I'm like, wow, I'm. it seems like I was wiser then or I'm completely disconnected now. I don't know what's happening. But anyway, it's called Artfully Planting Seeds. How's <laughs> how's your doing? You know, how are you doing it with this, with the planting seed stuff? And um, basically what I said is, how are you feeling? And for you to check in with what you're feeling at this moment. And uh, because usually the soil that you plant on is incredibly important in springtime. Mm -hmm. So checking into your soil and how you're feeling at this moment is super, super, super important because whatever you want to grow or not, if you don't pay attention, is what's going to be growing, especially when we get into the summer season when everything starts to get all lush. So that gave me food for thought. Thanks, Past Elsie, for teaching
2: Present Elsie, a little something again for teaching future Elsie. It's fun when that works out. I know. I love reading through like old stuff I've done and going, "Gosh, I'm smart."
0: I know. (laughs) So it was. Who knew? Who knew I was that smart? And I actually have this. I'll put a link in the show notes because it's actually a really good article and it it gives you food for thought. Please do. Please do. So yeah, how's your soil
2: doing, Jess? How's your soil soil doing today? It's friggin' wet. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, that sounded dirty. It totally sounded dirty. Uh it's just wet. It's been wet and shitty here. Uh
0: yeah. I'm a little I'm t- I'm trying to figure that out yet. I'm not quite sure because now since I'm not in Pittsburgh, which is really interesting, when when you're in Pittsburgh, the majority of the days over there are cloudy.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's
0: like it's mainly gray and always most of the time i get
2: the idea that pittsburgh is kind of like that city in the full monte where it's like always gray and shitty like it's london
0: it kind of is it kind of is is like like that
2: that? it's like in the middle i know east coast
0: i don't understand why but we don't really Or pittsburgh doesn't really get that much sun that was a real that was harsh for me uh it was really tough and winters were really hard because there really wasn't any sun and it was cold and dreary and gray And uh, it really taught me to pay attention to like the littlest things as they started to change. And whenever spring came, it was like mind-blowingly exciting because the flowers would start to pop out and there's so many beautiful flowers over there. It's insane. All these trees. And it was just like, wow, this is what spring looks like.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Whereas here in North Carolina, I'm not saying that it's not beautiful because it, it's absolutely stunning, but there's so much more sunshine and you can really enjoy every season because it's so beautiful. In Pittsburgh, it was really hard. Wintertime was like, oh, Jesus, make it stop.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I'm excited by that. And uh, <clears throat> what's going on with the press release, Jess?
2: Yeah, so I wrote this awesome press release because we happened to hit 3,000 Facebook group members the same month as National Women's History Month. Woohoo! Yay! So I made a press release and I'm going to send it out to everyone and their mother and hopefully we'll get covered for it a little bit. Won't
0: that be exciting? It would be super exciting. And it's a really lovely, it's a lovely press release with all kinds of quotes. You can capture those quotes so perfectly. (laughs) I was like... How did she get me to say that?
2: <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I love it. But- I know. I'm super excited. I mean, I hope that people care. I mean, I think it's history making because it's got to be the biggest group of women podcasters anywhere on the planet, right?
0: Yeah, together like that, talking with each other, and at least yes, yes, I, I agree. I think yeah. it's it's big as a movement and stuff, and it could bring us a little bit more of attention, just simply so that people stop saying, like, there are no women podcasters. Where are the women podcasters?
2: Shut um, up! And, and I used to feel like we knew because Lipson told me the number, and now I feel like that number never existed or doesn't exist now.
0: Well, no, that that's because Rob manually, manually went through the accounts and looked at the first names of everybody and guessed, debated, Whether or not they were male or female, that started the account. Mm -hmm. And then he put it down on a spreadsheet, and that's what he did then in 2012. He hasn't done that again. But still, as you can figure out, that this might not be a proper uh, reflection of the amount of women or men that are putting – because there's, you know, there's the hunters of the world there's like the Sams of the world who you don't know if it's a man or a woman. And plus, y- you can't. That's true. You know what I Sam, mean?
2: Chris. There's too many of them. Well, then I think I'd like to mention Miss Natalie Eckdahl, if that's okay. Yeah. Natalie Eckdahl is doing a podcast mastermind for those of you who want to up-level your shiz. And if you go to bizchicks.com... Forward slash, she podcasts. That is where you'll get the information for the mastermind. But basically, it's not a group coaching program. It's a group where you'll set weekly goals and share with the group. If you hit the goal, it's you're there for support. You're there to be accountable. You're there to not feel like you're so alone. You're gonna focus in on the thing you want to accomplish and take action on it. And Natalie, as I've said in previous episodes, is the hammer. And even before we worked with her with she PVP. The first time I ever got together was with her and Katie Krimitzos. Um, We were just yap-yapping about having women entrepreneurial interview shows. And I could not believe – not the balls because that's not the right word. But I just felt like Natalie was like – she really took charge of her guests in a way that I can't because I'm afraid of not being liked. So let's just put it that way. Yeah. So like if she didn't like an interview, she would just say, sorry, that really wasn't what I was going for. Peace out. <laughs> She just was like, she's the hammer, And yeah. so she's the perfect person to keep somebody accountable for their podcast and for their goals and stuff. Totally. and But beyond that,
0: Natalie really loves, truly from the depth of her heart, she really loves the concept of masterminding and what it can do because it is an incredibly powerful tool that um, I feel has gotten a bad rap in a lot of different formats because the key to masterminding is really in the connection and the community that it builds up and the relationships. And Natalie is looking to find the perfect of non-perfect
2: mixtures. The perfect mix of diverse topics and people. Yes. Right. Yes.
0: Because as we all know, because there's a lot of us that gravitate to the things that we love, right? There's we, a lot of us do that. Actually, we right. kind of like stick to the same type of people. We resonate with the same kind of people. We meet for whatever reason, the same types of people. And we oftentimes stay away from those that may not look or initially feel like they're our people. And Mm -hmm. we miss out on those connections a lot of the time. And what Natalie does like masterfully is being able to sift through that and really get to the core so that you can get that diversity magic that you can get within a group. So if you want to do that, and if you want to do it with Natalie, who is perhaps one of the best guides out there, do it. Like If Mm -hmm. you feel it in your bones right now, do it with Natalie because it's something you need to do. This kind of experience can absolutely... 100% One hundred percent shift your life in a way that by yourself you can't.
2: <laughs> so, right now, <nah. laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. She's so perfect. you can
0: go over to what is it? Is it shepodcast.com/ slash no 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 the no. other
2: bizchicks b i z c h i x. dot com forward slash shepodcast. She has all the information there, and new ones start every month. So. You will not be sorry.
0: You will not be sorry. You got to do it. Check
2: it out. Check it out.
0: And then from that, we're going to be moving into the Infinite Dial, people. The Infinite Dial stat. So just as a little really quick uh, recap, the Infinite Dial was a um, webinar, if you will, by Edison slash Triton, who puts out all kinds of really fabulously interesting data around, I think, media and social, like media as a whole. And they focus on consumption of audio, consumption of um, video, I assume as well, or I remember as well, and social media usage. And it it was it's very it was very eye opening. So what did you think yes. from some of the stats? Because I took screenshots of a lot of it. Was you know, yay, <laughs> that's nice. But there were some that I took a bunch of screenshots just because I thought, oh, this seems like a relevant thing that we can talk about. And I sent them over to Jess. So what what do you think kind of like resonated with you the most?
2: I mean, I feel like a lot of the stuff didn't change that much. It's just like on track, kind of. So like the increase in listening, I feel like that's on track because it's been increasing, I guess. Right. So that didn't really surprise me. You're talking about listening to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I know that increased, but I feel like it's the same as I thought it would be, I guess. Podcast listening, you know, every year, it seems since 2013, it's gone up 3%. So why would last year be different? Right? Yeah. But so I, like I it do was, believe
0: it went up four this year, but that's like, ooh.
2: It was 27 in 2013 and then 30, then 33, then 36. All right. So yeah, it's so it's growing. It continues to grow. Yeah. So it continues to grow, which is really good. I think 36% is pretty good. The age group... That had the most growth, I thought was very interesting. So, as far as monthly podcast listening, okay, age 12 to 24 grew 3%, age 55 and over grew 1%. Those guys are, we need to find that 1% and give them a medal for being able to figure it out. <laughs> we totally do. <laughs> but like 25 to 54, it grew 5%. And that's crazy. Is great because, I know. I, I mean, I think it's great because it just means, to me, that means it's more mainstream with adults. It's no longer like a teenage, like, I don't know. I just think that's cool.
0: Yeah. And, and and also I was really surprised also by the monthly listening that actually the highest percentage of monthly listeners are still the 12 to 24 those peeps, which yeah. is really really nice to see. And also there was been men versus women listening. What about that?
2: I still men grew still more. They did. They did. They grew they grew a lot 16 more. to 18, but I think that's a good number, 18%. We're almost there to 20%. Almost. We're almost there to 20%
0: for women. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess since 2000, and so if you look at it, the data from like
2: 2013, though. I don't know. I expected that to be more impressive than women. I know. I kind of did as well. Everyone made a big deal. In fact, there's been a couple of reports that were like, women increased so much. I know. And I, I was just thinking like, wait, so it's the same I the type I thought they would have caught increase. up, but they didn't.
0: No, because if it's like, it's about 9% for men and women. If you take from like, you know, 15% in 2013 to 24% growth for men in 2016. Yeah. Right? That's 9%. Yeah. And then 9% for women listening in 2013
2: to 18% for women listening in 2016. That's 9%. I mean, that's true. (laughs) Over the course of four years, it's grown exactly the same. I guess that's true. It's doubled. No. Yes, it's doubled. But that's because we were only at 9% in the first place.
0: Yeah. So for women, it's doubled. But it's only increased 9%. But still, again, again, remember how we talked about in the last episode how you can spin the data? to sell whatever it is you're selling. Yes.
2: And that's annoying though. I don't want people to do that. (laughs) Don't spin it. Don't spin it. I'm a queen of this. This is what I do on media kit. (laughs) Spin data. The thing is I spin data all the time. And like, I know it's cool that it's doubled in four years and it hasn't doubled for men in four years. And I think that in itself is significant, even though the number of increase is the same. I mean, overall it just means that society is increasing Pretty much the same amount through men versus women, but women are taking much longer to get on board.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's okay. I mean, we're okay
2: because, as we all know, we're fucking busier. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. We are, but, well, yeah. No, you're, you're right. You're right. I think that there's a little... Because, you know... We can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. Women can't be bothered. That's... I think... That's the... I mean, we already know the barriers of entries to podcasting. I'm not sure what the barrier of entry is for listening because I've been doing it a long time, 10
0: years. I know that. So. You know what? Yeah, you're right. I don't know what that is because even my... Oh, see, I think the barrier to
2: entry would be a desire.
0: I think desire that's really for and, women the desire because...
1: And
2: if you're my, married to a nerd, which I am, and he taught me how to do it.
0: Yeah, well, and also we'll see my mom. Is a big podcast listener, and as is my dad, but that's just because Stop it. because her sis, because we do our thing because she's interested in us. That's what I'm saying. Desire, oh. desire. Does that we mean are... she listens
2: to others though? Because I don't think us? so. I think she no. just listens okay, to it's us. Just us. Hi, mom. Well, she
0: might listen to a couple of Catholic ones.
2: I love that. But so my my father just got hooked on the podcast. I don't know if he was watching cereal, but I know that he's a history guy just because like my house has always been full of like history books. Yeah. And American um history and revolutionary time like that's not really his deal. Yeah. But I still turned him on to Ben Franklin's world, and he loves it, and he loves Liz. Oh, that's great. I know. He just wrote me back, and he's like, how do you know her? She's your client? She's so smart. I love listening to historians. I love thinking about how they catalog stuff. Man, they know everything. He's all – he's like fanboy, excited. I love it. Meanwhile, he still doesn't – can listen to this podcast but whatever. it doesn't matter i don't think i don't will, care you know. i i'm happy listen if he has to listen to one i'm liz happy this is, that he is picked, like a really good one yeah i'm happy that he picks that one and he likes it and he but he did say like are there any about the i think he likes like the um holocaust era what is it what's the name of that era of our history
0: like from the like, liz you're gonna have to talk like industrial
2: revolution and beyond is his really more his time period because that's right. but you know why probably because his parents came here you know his father's born 1903 and right well came that's here a really resonant era for yeah. him to I mean, want for us Nova. it is yeah yeah for, absolutely f- for the jews it's an interesting time period there's no jews in the revolution so any hooser um, so anyho- how did i get off track? oh because we're talking about number podcast so yeah women it's just different the women i know who do listen listen to a lot and not just one or two, but... So let's
0: let us talk about that then. Because it says a weekly podcast listening... This isn't between women and men. This is just all together. Yeah, it's, five. You know, thir- it says thir- it's gone up to 13%. So there's weekly podcast listening happening from 13%. You know, 13% of people listen to a podcast in the last week. And then the number of podcasts who listen... Uh, <clears throat> a podcast listened to in a week. The average of five podcasts listened to um, the average a five podcast. That actually went party. down the
2: year before it was six. Yeah. So it did not go six, down a little bit. I think it's because the question changed because now the question is six to 10, I guess maybe not. It's question six to 10 or four or five. So I think four or five, you know, there's still 13% of people who listen six to 10 and 8% who listen to 11 and more. And I know you're in there, but like, I'm surprised that it went down to five and not an, I don't know, whatever, not increased, Well, see, the,
0: I think also you're right. The question did change. And also, I have to say that I probably fit, and this is going to shock you, because I think I fit more fit in, in between like four or five or three. because really? Because I've been changing my consumption habits. I'm still listening and consuming media, but I am slightly edging towards audiobooks which That's is right. kind of nuts. So I've kind that. of changed. And, and before I was also doing a lot more binging on Netflix, as you knew from my you know Downton Abbey and Mr. Selfish stuff. But I haven't been binging on, on watching things as much because I've been trying to kind of work on being present and whatnot. And I think audiobooks have been my escape as well as my ability to stay focused. So two different things with those. And I have made a mindful choice to not compulsively listen, but this is a personal choice, you know, because what I was doing is I was using my podcast listening and even audiobook listening or even watching as a way to disconnect because I, I didn't want to be present subconsciously. So now I'm forcing myself before I say like, "Ooh, I want to listen to a podcast. I kind of stop and I, and I say, like, do I really want to listen to this right now or can I just wash the dishes and just wash the
2: dishes? <laughs> so, Are you saying you're trying to mindfully do housework?
0: I'm trying to mindfully do housework. <laughs> I'm just trying to be mindful about the my whole existence at this moment. So I'm second-guessing myself. But anyway... That's it. And I think that at times when you're a beginner podcast listener, you just want to binge on everything you could possibly get your hands on. And then eventually you get a little bit more picky about Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, And I've also found that I haven't gone back to my regular subscriptions and I've been doing a lot more listening for work, which isn't as fun. Like I'll I'll see a couple of podcast articles or headlines out there that I'm like, oh, I need to listen to that. And that's like, I need to listen to that. That's not, ooh, how exciting. I want to listen to that because it's so exciting. It's more like, I need to listen to that to see what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, a big thing that I saw in the data is that, you know, again, the smartphone is just beating everybody to submission there. It's just taken over people. Yeah. 64%. 60, that's insane. 64% listen to podcasts in smartphone, tablet or a portable device.
2: I just think the interesting part of this is only 30% are listening on the computer. Like again, it's how you spin it like it doesn't surprise me that 64% listen on a smartphone. It's hilarious that only 30% open up a browser and do it. It's almost like catch up people. Yeah. And I right? y- yeah, like last totally. year it was almost split half and half computer versus smartphone. This year, it's like if you're listening on a computer, like what's wrong with you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> right? What's yeah. And I was you? just thinking like it's such a challenge for me to be seated at some point and then I totally. get caught up and I get caught up on a let, – let's say somebody shares a link. Like, you know, when we share at She Podcasts, we have like our Windbag Wednesday and all of the ladies share their stuff and then they share their links and I'm like, ooh, that sounds like one that I really want to listen to and I'll click through. I'm working. I'll start to listen I'm in the middle of it and then one of my children will call me or I have to go somewhere or – and then I can't take it with me. And it's so frustrating because where was the website? What was the name of the podcast? How do I get back to the 20 minutes that I already listened to? That just drives me nuts. Yeah, So yeah. I could un- – it's such a barrier to entry. I still feel – that's so annoying. I'm getting annoyed just thinking about that because it's just happened yeah. to me
2: so many different times. <laughs> Yeah, you'll never go back to it. No. Such then I'll leave and
0: I'm like, oh well, that was a nice podcast I was listening to. Too bad I can't remember the name and I can't oh, remember well. the website. Right. <laughs> so yeah. And then um and I wanted just to, to talk about some social media stuff. That's oh, like actually right. the biggest thing that I got out of this stuff. So that yeah, the, yeah. the social media stuff, particularly when you start to think about the brand awareness, social media brand awareness. Most people, almost a hundred percent of people, know what Facebook is. That's ninety, ninety-three percent. That's like that's insane. That's out of control. That's almost Facebook every person
2: is eating lunch <laughs> for every other social media. I know. I mean, and I was ha- actually except for. except for between the ages of 12 to 24. (gasps) Those little bitches are using Snapchat. I know. (laughs) It's so funny.
0: (laughs) And that that was like a huge, that was a huge, like not slap in the face, but he kept saying that, you know, um, I forgot what his name is. The guy that was doing the webinar, but he, he kept on pushing that out. He said, this is the first time. So social media brand usage from, age 12 to 24. This is the first time I think ever in their research that Facebook has not been number one.
2: For that age? Or- For that age group. This I def- love it. This is the
0: first time since You know what ever. that
2: means, podcasters? Get your freaking faces on Snapchat. Yeah. I don't even Snapchat my face hardly ever. Right. But that's because I have a baby to look at. The rest of you are screwed.
0: Yeah, totally. But see, but it's crazy how it's moving. And you're totally right. That's when I was thinking. I'm like, man, Snapchat. And and um, let me see. That there was something else here that I, I don't was think like... you
2: and I need to focus on that age group. But there are a lot of people that do.
0: No, I we don't. Like but... my show
2: with John does Snapchat. Well, they need to. Fo- we need to focus on twelve to twenty four because it's comedy.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're
2: saying. And old people don't think things are funny. <laughs> Uh, haha but um, yes but I thought it was fascinating that Facebook is the clear 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 winner oh my god 78% of the population use any social media and 93% of them are aware of the so wait it says are aware of social media brand so I think I should clarify that means like 93% have gone and followed the podcast on Facebook is that what that means? Or they're just aware of it? Or they just use that Facebook, You know what? I'm period. confused by that.
0: I, now that you start talking like that, I'm
2: like, uh, does that mean that they're aware aware of the brand? Because the next one is use social media brand. right? Oh, I think it does just mean, okay, yeah. so 93% are aware of Facebook, but only 64% use it. Right. But still, 83% that's like are aware of Instagram, but only 29% use it? Or are they talking about the podcast brand?
0: No, no, no. It has nothing to do with podcast there. Because
2: it said social media. Okay, it doesn't. Okay. No,
0: this is all social media stuff. This has nothing to do with podcast. Okay,
2: so we're all... Well, that's just dumb then. I mean, for, for... Okay, then that just shocks me that 57% of all population isn't even aware of Google+. <laughs> are you... Oh,
0: come on. They wouldn't even know what the heck that is. And then, of course, you know, the use of social media brands several times per day. Facebook, like, beats everybody into submission as well. Although Snapchat and Instagram are right head-to-head after that. But, you know, Facebook is 35%. And Snapchat and Instagram are 12%. And everybody else is, like... In single digits.
2: Everyone else is like the one guy that's like <laughs> in the hospital from having a car accident. And he has nothing else to do but find different social media sites. Totally. And you know you know what's really weird is that... It's I'm that a- woman breastfeeding at 3 a.m. and she's like super <laughs> bored. <laughs> that's who's on Tumblr. I actually don't agree. I mean, it's 2% on Tumblr. I mean, I would like to know... I, I think I'd like to know exactly... Did you pull telling us how many people are in each age category? How many... Out of this survey, how much of the survey was younger? Only because everyone Mm -hmm. my daughter's age seems to be on Tumblr. Everyone. Now, I know they're on Snapchat more, but there's a lot of young kids on Tumblr. And for that to be 2% and for LinkedIn to be 2% shocks me. It makes me feel like the, the group as a whole skewed young
0: or old. Yeah, one of the two. But it's really crazy when you start to look at the pie charts that they have especially for the so- so social media brand used most often between the ages of 12 and 24, it's pretty big there, especially if you are like somebody who is targeting this age group or a brand, like an actual brand that sells to this age group, it's out of control. So in 2015, 43% that used Facebook most often, then 15% Snapchat, then 18% Instagram, then Twitter 8%, and then others had to be all clumped together. That would be 16%. But in 2016, Facebook went down to 32%, and Snapchat went up to 26%. That's like, that's insane growth for one year, don't you think? Absolutely. And um, Absolutely. the other ones kind of stayed about the same. Instagram is 17%, it dropped like a, a percentage point, Twitter 8%, others 17%. And what he mentioned, you know, while they were doing this is that in Snapchat, you know, you you can't do very much marketing in Snapchat. Like, you, I mean, meaning in the way that we are used to, like there's likes, like nobody else can see how many people have liked or commented or chatted back or snap chatted back at you that in terms of community. So that when you look at a snap as somebody snaps, you don't have... Like
2: any idea of the popularity whatsoever. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's really just, it seems like it's what do just you, think you and about the person. That? Well, well, but let me continue because there's more to that. You can't tag people. You, you, you know, people have, I've seen people snapping and saying like, hey, follow Jess. And then they hold up a little card or write on the screen, hey, you know, I'm giving a shout out to my friend here. Check their snaps out. There's that. You can't have hyperlinks, right? Because you can't really do that. There is no profile bio. You just have the picture. There's not even it doesn't, and you have your name. How, how do we know who you are? We don't. And I think that that's why people are using those little emojis on their names, mm-hmm. because when you look at it, you can choose emojis that kind of align with what you're doing, kind of, so that Wait, people know see. the type of person you are. So what I have,
2: what did Wait, I choose? Did I think you I did have you choose a, one.
0: Yeah, I chose a mala, like I don't mala see one. beads. And I chose a microphone. I think that that's what I have for mine.
2: I do not see any on yours, dude. None. On my name? Yeah. If you look but, at my name, you can't see my wait, little. Maybe if I cure. Maybe if I click on you.
0: It says, no. "See when you." I have a little mala bead, and then I have a microphone on mine. So that's like nope. um, the yoga mala chick.
2: No, I see nothing. What?
0: It's crazy. <laughs> I see that I'm all sorry. the time. Like if you, and even if you. So if you go to your friends if you you know if you go to the left if you swipe left mm-hmm. usually when you see people's names there you see a little emoji, emoji. no
2: i see other people i see kim kardashian's emoji I don't, I don't see maybe her. it's because i have mine i decided to to put
0: mine in the middle of my name too like Elsie mala escobar microphone why the hell can't i see it
2: That's really no, that's really weird
0: but anyway people are doing that and so it's making brands a little bit upset because you can't you also can't Ask them – I mean, they have to – oh, you, they have to find you and they have to follow you. Like they have right. to choose to do that. And it's really hard. I mean, it's really hard. You can't search for people in Snapchat either. You can yeah. add them by username. You can add them by the little boo boo code or whatever. But you, go, but you can't and, – and so it's frustrating to brands that want to market to them because – you can't make them do what you want to do. And then the the
2: the, the stuff wow. disappears. The stuff that's disappears. the whole idea. Exactly. It's exclusive stuff. It's only available. It's like Periscope kind of. Well, Periscope
0: has the other thing that they do now. Catch, clap, clatch. Is that what it's called? C-L-A-T-C-H where catch. Where you can grab your Periscopes and then you can repurpose them. And of course you can repurpose your Snapchats. You just have to manually do that. But it's really frustrating for a lot of people because they say like, well, why would I want to invest in something and then have it go away? Right?
2: Depends. Go to DJ Khaled. Are you following DJ Khaled by any chance? No. Do you know who that is? No. Do you know the song, All I Do Is Win, Win, Win? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. No,
0: I don't know that song.
2: Okay, I have to play it for you. But DJ Khaled is like, well, first of all, he's a moron, but he's also (laughs) like kind of a, he's a rapper. But he thinks he's, like, a life coach. Okay. So some of the stuff he's put on there is, like, the key to success, a decent bar of soap. Oh. It's, like, stupid shit like that. But anyway, he's, like, I think the most followed person on Snapchat because his Snapchats are so ridiculous. And right now, every little thing that he adds is about, um, hold on. Because now I have to go through what he just posted, which was, I have to go home and meditate. It's a thing called just bring more pillows. It's oh. so ridiculous. Oh my God. But, um... <laughs> He's doing this thing called 22 Days to Better Nutrition. It's like vegan meals that he was unpacking and like he was selling like some kind of nutritional thing. And I'm sure he got money for it. But he has to keep talking about eating the food and posting the food and eating the food and like being healthier and being better. Like if you watch this, I mean his story, he weaves stuff in. As like part of your day. So like, for example, if you were to sell the mala beads, you know, half your story would be about meditating with them and holding them and what they're made of and why they're good and yeah. what you need them for. You know what I mean? Totally. It's just, but you have to be creative because, yeah, it does go away, but it needs to be like a campaign kind of like a like a series of mentions, how many times a week, how often are you going to do it, especially now that we have stories that go from morning to night. You can promise a sponsor that you'll mention them at lunchtime, when you're eating. You can talk about them when you're at the gym. I mean, there's a lot. It depends on what you're selling, too. Like, so far, I haven't seen Kim Kardashian sell anything, but I think Kim Kardashian is totally doing Snapchat wrong because she keeps posting herself. And <laughs> it's know. like, no, girl, this is not Instagram. We don't want to see you riding in the car. Where are you going? What yeah. are you looking at? Yeah, what right. your car look like? She either posts pictures of herself or pictures of her daughter giving her the stink eye because... The irony of life is that Northwest hates to have her picture taken. Of course. So of course, naturally, she hates her mother for doing it all the time. So Kim has to like sneak in videos and pictures of her. And every single time North catches her, he gives her a con she gives her a Kanye face. Like a Kanye angry face, which is <laughs> just, just hilarious to watch it because you can obviously tell she can't stand with her mother. She's gonna grow up and like emancipate herself from Kim. Because there's so much publicity about her that she can't, she anyway, can't it doesn't go there. Now I'm really off track. Now you're really off track. No, but you're totally right. But I think- the point is, yeah, I mean, there are ways of doing it. You just have to – I think what you what you need to do is follow people who are doing Snapchat regularly and well and then see how you can apply it to your own self. That's yeah. what I've been doing is like I don't like Kim Kardashian. But I want to see like how she going to – how are people going to – she's got – Got to have social media advisor out there. And what are they going to tell her to do? I want to know. I'm learning from that. Yeah. And But see, the thing is, too,
0: is that there's social media advisors and there's what you want to do, right? Because I I think that you also need to immerse yourself in a platform, kind of just be there, hang out, do a little bit, do a little bit here, do a little bit there, continue to observe and be there for a while and then make your decisions based upon what you want to do. Because I found, you know, we are all kind of working at this Kind of figuring it out as well In terms of what Snapchat is In terms of how it fits into my life I mean there's like different things about it And you know I've been incredibly stressed out And I was like this would be a really great opportunity For me to snap about it But at the same time I'm like I don't think I'm in a position At this time
2: No don't start crying on Snapchat For the love of all that is holy I can't take it if you become one of those
0: I'm not gonna cry on Snapchat. What I'm saying is that I'm not sure how to articulate this stuff yet, so I have to internalize my feelings right now because not internalize oh them. God. Pay attention to myself and take care of myself
2: instead of snapping about it. Well, right, you know, I've had a rough couple of days too. That's why you only see the baby because he's amusing and I'm depressed. Yeah, I'm not depressed, so it's like but you I'm just see- like I'm not depressed, but you don't want to see Elsie and I exasperated exactly, either. and you like, don't want to see
0: like. You know, I put... uh, It's
2: not fun to be like, ugh, this day! I know. Like, that's not a fun Snapchat. So (laughs) I just leave it alone. But that's the same as I am on Facebook. People need to take a hint, I think.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, because that's... it. But but then there's also the other thing that really makes me crazy. And I think it's probably really helpful for a lot of people too, though. There's the other side of the equation where it's constantly happy times and beautiful sunshine. And what are you doing today to... To take on the world. Let's do an affirmation together.
2: See, this you know? is what DJ Khaled that. does, but he does it like ghetto style. That's why it's hilarious. Oh, well, see that? I would love. Because see, I think there's, a, if you, you have an edge to that,
0: it's awesome. But I, I think there's also people totally gravitate Oops. to that thing as well. The thing yes. is with when you're doing that and you're doing it in Snapchat, then it becomes like you always have to, like y- there's always the expectation of what that is, right? And i rather keep it real and kind of let it, flow as it flows out. I have to say that there's been a couple of times when people are talking about their work. I love it when people talk about their work because there's no copy. There's no images. There's no sales page. And so you don't get manipulated by, not manipulated, I shouldn't say that. You don't get sold by the marketing. You get sold by the person being super, super excited about something. And they really, usually they're like, oh my God, I'm doing a webinar. And, And it's really like it's it's exciting and it's fun and they show you their slides behind the scenes or I've signed up for a webinar because of that. I was like, ooh, I like this cat. It's really cool. Random shot in the middle of his life. I'm like, ooh, I want to go to this webinar today. That's good. So I think it works to just be as beautifully grounded as possible as you can with this thing.
2: I totally agree. Just try and, yeah. Just be you, baby. Just be, be you, you. But don't get crazy. No. That's our message. And- <laughs> And experiment
0: and play. Use the damn filters are so exciting and fun and f- creepy as all get out, man. Some of that stuff is just messed up. Yeah. Oh, wait. I have something that we need to talk about. So because it's towards the end of the ones where it says he, he, he actually, you know, did oh, our yeah. conclusions the, the and observations.
2: Conclusions. The smartphone has
0: rewritten the landscape? No, not that one. The, mm. Well, of course it has. So you guys be, need to be aware that people are going to be consuming your content on the go all the time. So optimize mm. for that. And don't be sad that people are not can- going to your website regularly. But anyway, Netflix, sad, the next but- one, Netflix and on-demand audio series smash the attention span myth. And this is oh. huge because I didn't think you would hone in on that. That's interesting. There is something that's really, that I've seen in a few articles that have been written about podcasting. And then, and the conversation always stems how long should my episodes be? And most people say somewhere around 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, that's a good time frame. And so people start to kind of go off of that. And that's not really true no. because there's a lot of people who binge listen to She Podcasts. When they find us, they they just listen to us over, like for hours on end. Yep. And and I've done that with podcasts as well, where I've binged listen to Same. every single episode, Same, you know? Yeah. and. So it doesn't for me it doesn't matter how long they are. it means how amazing the content is or the chemistry between the hosts or the interviews or the you know the host itself or whatever because there comes a time when that happens. I don't think that it's as important anymore to start thinking that it needs to be a, a specific length and
2: usually no, I agree you know and in fact, I feel like depending on the show like what can you even talk about in 30 minutes? You can't yeah. get to the good stuff in thirty no. minutes. and you know what? Nothing I was, good what, happens in twenty minutes.
0: It's totally true. I was actually um, uh, listening to a webinar from Cliff Ravenscraft. He did like q and A, Q&A and I was just listening to, to what he was saying and stuff. And he was talking about how, and he totally encapsulated, encapsulated this. He was talking about the time length, and he mm-hmm. was saying how annoying is it when you're washing the dishes and you're listening to a podcast, and it's over. And then you have to dry your hands or take your gloves off and mess with the phone, try to find the next episode and try and figure out what else you're going to – because it totally breaks the rhythm. It's just Mm -hmm. great when you can listen for long enough that you don't have to do that stuff. Yeah. Always think about your users and what they're doing it or how they're doing it. If they're sitting at a computer and you have a five-minute podcast, I think that that's probably a really good length of time, especially if you're reaching those people. But if you have movers and shakers who are going out for a run, who are, you know, doing a lot of housework, who are commuting, who are doing all that stuff, usually things take slightly longer than 20 minutes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I would I would think. So I'll yeah. keep that in mind.
2: And the next one says over-the-air radio has in-home hardware concerns. Yeah, that's probably true. You can only listen to like radio stations so- like in your car. Yeah, Who the hell turns on an FM radio in their house? Nobody. Yeah. I listen to Pandora or podcasts, I guess. Mostly Pandora. I mean, it's sad because I actually I have Spotify, but <laughs> I don't know why. I even pay for Spotify. The, and sigh, I don't pay. the sigh that just because came this, out. Of- because this, this baffles me. I pay for Spotify, but I listen to Pandora more, but I'm listening to kids music on Pandora. And I think it's because I don't know that Spotify has like a good playlist for kids. Like they just have too, maybe they have too many playlists. I don't know. I'm paying $10 a month for Spotify, yet when I turn on music for Isaac, I turn on Pandora. Actually, that's not true. There's a, there is a playlist in Spotify that they have called, like, Family Folk Music, and it has, like, Puff the Magic Dragon and stuff. And I oh, love that section. Puff, Puff the yeah, Magic Dragon. Yeah, yeah. It's like Peter, Paul, and Mary and, like, all kinds of, like, music from when we were kids. But, like, toddler stuff, I used Pandora. I don't know why. I don't even like their interface as much as Spotify. It's weird. Maybe because it's black. Maybe because it's the colors. I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's either. Weird. I don't listen
0: to either, and it's because I never got into either of them. So I listen I to. Spotify. I just stuck with music, like the Apple Music
2: music, and it's you know it. Uh, they have like a girl power playlist I really like with like Demi Lovato's um, confidence, and it has like Girls Run the World, and
0: <laughs> it's a Wait, in cool music or Pandora and or Spotify. Spotify. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to send. I some think of that. The,
2: I will send you the playlist. I think it's called Who Run the World.
0: Yeah, because my my girls so have good. been listening to all kinds of. Like uh, because oh you'll love this oh my god it's I'll hilarious it they you. go to free gym like on Saturday nights where free gym is basically it's mommy, the mommy best thing time. ever it, no well yeah it's kind of like parents <laughs> night yeah you you you're yeah. suppo- supposedly drop your kids off and you can drop them off from six to eleven o'clock at night and it's five dollars a kid which is Ooh. amazing and when you put them in there and it's supposed to be from five and up so usually one's a, one because my May is still four one of us stays there but it's great because I work. While That's they're awesome. playing, but the thing is, it's like they're well taken care of. There's a lot of adults there. It's a big pack of kids. They have an insane space. It's like a warehouse with things where they can jump on and turn around. And they have like um, games that they 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 can play together. Like they'll they'll make them play like I don't know what kind of tag it is. Like all kinds of weird games. And then they have dance. A dance party. And they and they put like all of these dances like up on the, uh, on the wall, like reflected on the wall with this really loud music. And it's all like the top 40 stuff. So you should watch them dance because they try to dance to these. It's like a, oh, it's hilarious. And so they've learned all of these new songs. And my girls come home and they're like, Mama, can you put the song that goes like this on? So I have to sit there and go like, OK, great. Who sings that? And I have to go
2: find it but they love it oh my god god forbid you know anything about music that isn't made by someone in guam (laughs) i'm so sorry oh my god it's
0: hilarious it's the it's the funnest thing ever you guys
2: should see elsie trying to pump up a room with music on her cell phone people are just like what did i step into like a time warp or something what's (laughs) happening in here it's so funny it's like trance music (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know, because this is the it's music podcasters. It's like yoga podcasters. trance. It's the music podcasters. And like, so, yeah, so they have like a, a playlist that has like a party list in, on on Apple Music that is for, I think it's from like seven to 12 year olds or seven to 10 year olds. And it's mm-hmm. got all of these like, you know, all the ladies that sing songs that make the girls keep singing the songs. I don't even know who they are. I can't remember any single one of their names at this moment. But, um, so there's Oops. that.
2: All right. Well, let's talk about Dave because he gave us feedback about the last episode, and I we want to play it for you. Yes. I just loved his feedback. He's so sweet and He's nice, so but sweet. also he said something really funny at the beginning. I don't remember what it was, but well, you'll okay. hear it. You'll hear it.
1: Great. Here we go. Elsie and Jess, this is Dave Jackson live from Pittsburgh, and I uh, was walking around. I believe it's the South, Hill, South Hills Mall. Elsie, you'll probably know that. Anyway, kind of bored hanging out here in Pittsburgh this week. Turn on She Podcast with my buddies, and I wasn't alone anymore, so that was kind of cool. And then you guys have this phenomenal discussion on the whole Nick Qua thing. And I just loved it. It was engaging. And and so for anybody who thinks I want to find my bestest buddy uh, because they think just like me, no, the cool thing about Sheep Podcast is because you guys do love each other. But you always, not always, but most of the time, bring two different perspectives. It was really, really cool. And uh, Heather needs to run for president. I think she's better than anybody on either ticket uh, at this point. And I just wanted to say thanks for a great episode. Uh, I was bummed because it's raining cats and dogs here. I just sat in my car and waited for the rain to to, uh, to stop and uh, listen to you ladies. And I loved every minute of it. So keep up the good work.
0: Thank you, Dave Jackson. Thank you.
1: (laughs)
2: Isn't he hilarious? He
0: is hilarious. Oh, it was something about not being alone, I think. Yes, that's what it was. And and so here here's, oh, because he was he was listening in his car while he was in Pittsburgh, yes. like in front of a and mall it was or something. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. that Just that hearing that, was it made me laugh because we do go to the mall. Every single time we go to Pittsburgh, we go to the mall because Nanny loves the mall. And now the girls love the mall. So they love to go play at the mall all the time. But we go to Ross Park Mall, not the mall that he was at. Okay. But um, so that made me laugh because I know exactly what he was talking about there. And uh, thank you, Dave, for reaching out Thanks.
2: to us. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. It's really nice.
0: And, you know, wait, wait. So this is what I love about Dave's feedback. He totally uses SpeakPipe at its optimal. Mm-hmm. The man can deliver a message in less than a minute and not feel like he's going to run out of time.
2: Like it it's crunched.
0: Or that he doesn't know what he's saying. Or that um, he didn't get enough time to tell us what he needed to say. I mean,
2: I think that's just a matter of being well-spoken, though.
0: Well, absolutely. But I just think that it's amazing because most of us think like, well, I need to talk for five minutes to get this one specific point across. Whereas he was just like, bam, 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 boom, perfect. Mm -hmm. And under under 60 seconds.
2: (laughs) I know. It's pretty awesome.
0: I love that. So keep that in mind, people. You don't need more time to get your point across. So I made a little proclamation and I've been avoiding talking about this, not because, well, I guess we've run out of time and I f- figured that it was going to take some time, but I've just been noticing that, uh, for the past like years, <laughs> like forever, no, for I don't think forever, but I think that there's a little bit of a, about this that happens a lot. I am the queen of half doing things. So like, I will just, I'll start to work on a project, like on a blog post. And I'm halfway through and I'm not going to finish it. I'm just going to now move on to the next thing. I do this with washing dishes where I'll start washing dishes and then I'll just get bored with washing dishes. And there's like, you know, a couple of plates, a couple of forks. I'm like,
2: eh, that's good enough. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I do that with the pots and pans. (laughs) Let them soak. This is boring. I know. And then
0: there's part of me that's like, why can't I just finish?
2: Because it sucks.
0: I know it sucks. But, the, but so there's that half-assery. And then the other half-assery... <laughs> is that I'm not paying attention, which is why I was telling you that I've been really, really conscious about the things that I'm listening to because I want to listen because I choose to rather than compulsively doing something just because I've always done it. And what I've noticed is that I'm never present. You know, I'm just not one. I'm never present. I'm never present working. I'm never present on a phone call. I'm never present when I'm outside walking in the beautiful things. I'm never present when I'm talking to my girls. There's always something else happening in my head. And I really don't want that anymore. I want to see them. I want to be engaged with them. I want to be with my family. I want to, you know, experience what I'm experiencing truly rather than here I am recording with you and thinking about what I'm going to do for the rest of the day or, oh my God, we need to stop. Because that's what happens, you know, as you can hear me. Usually I'm like, okay, well, we got to wrap it up because my brain. It's already doing the other stuff. It's
2: already. I mean, mine is too. I'm already doing the other stuff. I've been doodling on my to do list for an hour and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what's going to happen as soon as I get off this one. In fact, I was just thinking about the chicken soup in the fridge while we're talking about it.
0: Chicken soup is yum.
2: Yeah, I made it from scratch, and I was going to go heat it up. And the- yeah, I mean, I'm already thinking about the other stuff too. But that doesn't mean necessarily that you're not present. I do feel like you're present in this conversation. I'd like to. Think
0: well, yeah. Are. Oh, I am. Well. <laughs> or else i'm a really good actor
2: but i do know what you're saying i totally know what you're saying and i'm actually not as bad at this as one would think that i am there are certain areas that i feel like i could improve like for example i get bored in the shower and i don't want to shower it's so boring oh my god really i love that's you know what that's
0: like actually one of the only times i just want to lift my arms
2: and be splashed (laughs) and then step out it just (laughs) takes too long for the conditioner to set and all the stuff to be what like just I'm just over it.
0: I gotta say that that's one of my my places like if that's one of my pla that's where I crave like I was just thinking like I it need to calm stop. down because today's going to be a really t- t- rough day for me, from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, and I thought I need to find I need to do something that's going to ground me and take care of myself. and one of the first places that I think about that is that is easy, like an easy in for me is taking a bath. it's taking a shower. I hate baths.
2: Never I'm not a bath girl.
0: A bath, on the other hand, I feel exactly what you're talking about. A bath, I'm like, what am I supposed to do now?
2: Wrap it up. (laughs) I'm in the water. Wrap it up. No, totally. Um so shower. I just wish I mean that doesn't make me shower less, but it just makes me wish that it was somehow more efficient of a process. Really? Oh,
0: I would love. I love showers. The whole thing. I love love showers.
2: Um, I'm definitely not always present on a phone call, but this is part of the reason why I don't like to talk on the phone is because I know that I'm going to be distracted. So I don't answer the phone a lot. And then, um, I will say being with my child and my children lately, I'm very present because I spent a long time not being that way and I feel guilty about it now. Plus I see other people doing that to him. Like I see my husband come home, Mm. say hi to him, start looking at his phone or talking to me and ignoring when he's like, daddy, hi, hi, daddy. He's like, not paying. and I'm like, your child's talking to you. Like, I don't need to hear about how the traffic was on the way home. Talk to your child. You know? Right. Be there. Be in the moment. Be present. Or I see other people like holding in, but like looking at their phone or taking. If you're taking selfies, you're not being present. Exactly. Period.
0: No, and that's, and and I think that, you know, I am rediscovering so many different things about myself. And when I'm talking about these things, it's like, this is like, in depth stuff like i'm not just looking at the surface around my compulsions at this moment i'm really trying to dive deep and and start to stop and i i have to say that from the work cuz i've start i started to do this work in november right i've started to do like a little bit at a time shifting diet shifting uh, times of waking oh, up I'm and bad sleeping.
2: About there. Definitely.
0: Um, like there's so many different things that I've started to shift so that I could have a holistic approach to this process. Cause I know that it's an, it's a very, these patterns are really deeply ingrained. So it's been a really slow process and I've been really proud of myself that I've been doing this. I've been, I actually have been meditating almost every day, Jess, which is really mind blowing because when I was, when I first started doing yoga, I couldn't meditate because I had, well, I would sit down, but not truly, I would not truly allow myself to go in deep because I had too much crap that was out of alignment in my life. And whenever you're meditating, it's the first thing that pops up. It's like, hello, you need to fix this. Really? (laughs) You need to get help. Hello. And uh, you do everything in your power to go, well, no, let's just be calm, but not address that big giant elephant that's sitting on my chest, okay? So that's what happened in my 20s and 30s. And then now it's, Feels great. I've been doing all kinds of work. I've been doing all kinds of practices. And then it all came to a head right now in March when all of these different bits and pieces came in, like which started when we came back from Pittsburgh. I was still out of sorts because there's so many, the routine was broken. So my toolkit, I had to reestablish. I fell off the wagon with chocolate because I. It totally. It is. It's a huge trigger for me, and I have to face up to it. It's a huge trigger for me. I cannot have a little bit of chocolate. I shove the thing in my mouth, and then it freaks my entire nervous system out like crazy. And Aww. then um, I'm
2: very good at having a little bit. By the way, I am not. I am
0: not I completely take responsibility for that and it should not be in my house like I do not have the will (laughs) power to not eat it if it's in the house so it cannot be here Um, and the way that I deal with it being in the house is by making it disappear as quickly as possible in my mouth. (laughs) Wow. So there's been I've been observing. So this is like I've been like an observer of all these things, right? And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Ooh, that's interesting. So I've been actually really happy about all this, all this introspection. And then comes, you know, the stress levels of having to do my taxes. I have a couple of deadlines coming up. I have another huge commitment at the end of the month. And when all of that came to a head, all of my work
2: went to crap. It was oh, this is like, like me last month before podcast.
0: Oh, that was that what it was? Yeah, because – oh, my yeah. God. I got to tell you, I sh- – you know, I've been uh, – because I have a habit too, and it all comes from the same patterns. I have a habit of eating my cuticles and eating my – and, you know, chewing on my nails and things like that that is, again, compulsive, and I had really gotten on top of it, observing and trying to break patterns and all this stuff. The minute the stress levels came up, are you ki- I like chewed, gnawed through my nails. It's compulsion again. My hands are all trashed. I'm just wanting to eat chocolate. I Oi. grumpy as all get out. What do you mean meditate? You want me to sit down right now? You want me to sit down and close my eyes? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So I was just very. I'm kind of navigating through the, the recognition. Of how long a process this is going to take.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it's not easy. Of course it's not easy. No. So I'm asking
0: you listeners out there, do you recognize this stuff with yourself? Because I had a huge realization today. The cusp, really the cusp and the big catalyst of me taking control over this is going to have to be letting go of my phone, my cell phone, my iPhone.
2: That is, I think, I was just going to say... For me, it's work. I hide in work and I can't work if I'm not sitting at my computer. So I don't hide in the phone. So therefore, when I'm with and wanting to do the other things, I don't use it. I just don't. I really don't use it unless I'm looking something up Hmm. because it's a huge distraction from your life. I totally agree with that. And nothing that I mean, I know that you're actually more active on stuff than I am, but nothing on there is so much of an emergency that it can't wait until later when you can be present because other people don't need your attention.
0: You're right. And I have to I think part of this too is going to be the same way. I'm going to do I'm actually doing Kate Stillman's Yogi Detox. Okay. Um this is going to be the s- third time I think, second or third time that I've been doing that I've done this and this is the first time that I'm going to be able to full on be committed to it because the first time I did it I was still breastfeeding. There was like a lot of different layers. I had just come, you know, I was kind of postpartum. And that's mm-hmm. a different kind of detox. You know, it's not the same. Yeah and it's not like the detox where you're just like not eating and it's not like that it's a just an in-depth program with all kinds of different options it's basically just really eating clean and being mindful and the more in quotes advanced you are as a detoxer or as a you're going into these cleanses it's not because you are now able to just you know do a specific type of diet for a month it really is about the level of um, awareness and consciousness that you bring to your everyday life. So it really, that's where the advanced aspect comes into it and how things affect you. And so I'm, I'm going to be doing this and, and I'm feeling like I'm in a good place, but you're right. It's the
2: phone. You're like it, a slave people. I see people slave to their phone. Oh my, my God. Sister-in-law yeah. Is a slave to and
0: it. I, and I know that I am as well. And it's, it's so challenging because of the work that I do too, because I think as in terms of social media, one of the ways that I've turned around or that I felt the shift in lips in social media has been the immediacy, particularly the immediate response to negativity. And I do understand the power of that as a social media manager because time is of the essence when negativity arises.
2: Okay, so, so address the negative stuff and ignore the rest for a little while.
0: Right back but, you but you can't but you can't. The hard part is that you still see all the other stuff. I know. I wish that I wouldn't, and that's why I really love like that um, extension for uh, Firefox. Not sorry, not for Firefox for is Chrome. Chrome. The yeah. one that I forgot what it's called, but um, feed something, and I love it because when I go into Facebook on my Chrome, it completely removes the feed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the the general feed that comes out. Feed Eradicator, that's what it's called. I
2: mean, I never look at that anyway.
0: Well, it's in your face. If you just go to Facebook, you go into your home, and then you have this incredible feed right in front of your face, and that's where your brain goes. So if I go into Facebook on Chrome, it immediately gives me, like right now it's called News Feed Eradicator, and then I have a quote. This is the quote that popped up. Happiness does not consist in pastimes and amusements, but in virtuous activities.
2: (laughs) yeah
0: it always has a little quote that comes up there, and then that way I can stay more focused in responding to things mm-hmm. but um so yeah, I've been trying to deny it that it's really my addiction
2: to the phone reading some of your things makes me feel like I mean I don't think I fully sleep because I never dream, half relax, yes, half take care of myself, definitely without question, and there are some times that I'm half parenting too because like he's doing something and i check my phone like he you know i'm not playing i feel like every minute that he's awake and i'm with him i should be playing with him but he's perfectly happy to like sit with the blocks and bring me one once in a while and i feel like i'm ta- i take advantage of it and i shouldn't but then there are times you know i go but this is when i do i am present i like i take him outside for little walks and i don't even bring my phone i don't want to take pictures of him yeah i don't want to miss that's, him that's discovering awesome. a leaf or an acorn you know right. what i mean yeah So there are times when I'm good at The other time I'm really bad at this, and I'm not sure this is going to improve, but my husband, like talking to my husband, I find that I start to zone out after a little while. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sounds terrible. But like I'll give you an example. Like last night you and I were talking, and as Elsie and I are texting, which I am fully present for, we were watching something. He was watching something on TV and started pontificating on who we could cast as Green Lantern. And I'm half paying attention and half not paying attention. Oh, we were watching something with Robert Downey Jr. And he was like, maybe he shouldn't be Iron Man. Maybe he should be Green Lantern. And I was like, I don't know, Scott. And then he was like, do you think Robert Downey Jr. could be Batman? And I was like, no, Batman has to be Broody. He can't be Batman. So I'm indulging in it a little bit. But he goes on and on and on and on. He does this to me like once a week. Right. And after 20 minutes, I was like, I can't engage in this anymore. You're distracting me from working, and I don't effing care. <laughs> I don't care. But this happens to us a lot where he likes to talk endlessly about something that I don't care about, and he knows I don't care. And I almost feel like, why are you doing this? Like, do I tell you every nuance of every piece of makeup in my makeup like drawer? Stop telling me about your stuff. <laughs> you know, I don't care knives and watches, and like, I don't care. But then I feel guilty
0: like we're not connecting, right, no, so but I, I think that there's a time for everything, you know, and i I could be better at it. Like
2: how am i how are you supposed to connect with people unless they tell you they're crap, right?
0: right? Or that you start to sense a little more connection and and see, that's the thing. it's like, oh, this we could go on and on about this stuff because I feel that there's there are so many different layers to the the way that I'm working and also the fact that my girls, you know, whenever they come back. Whenever the girls are in the house or whenever I am doing something downstairs or I'm trying to work, they're constantly interrupting me. And so I feel that the half being present thing is I think when they get older it'll be easier, I guess. Because it's nonstop, dude. It's like I sit down and I'm trying to get a thought together. It's already hard for me to think like a grown up and and you know, write these blog posts that are nice. And smart I mean, and insightful. Because you have
2: to constantly say, "Don't interrupt me right now."
0: Yeah, but then when you're doing that, I'm constantly going like, "Don't," it, and then I think like, "What if she needs me?" Like, I feel really bad that I'm not paying attention to them, and that I and so it's this push and pull that happens the entire time. And I, I get that that'll be better. Uh, and I'm not really looking for the perfect solution. I well, just you know what
2: would be a perfect solution: having a door, having a
0: TV. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, they don't. We don't. Do, right. we, we take it away. They from have nothing
2: life. else to do but ask you to entertain them.
0: Yes, exactly. And I guess my
2: whole thing is like, can they
0: entertain themselves? Because that was another and thing. It's like, not. That was my that was my go to was like, here, watch some Netflix or play games. And I've taken that away because it it really affects their immunity. And like I said, they were sick for like the entire fall. And I'm like, screw this. I will not have my
2: children sick for three to four months do some Googling on stuff <sighs> for them to do outside now that it's spring, like scavenger hunts, like make them busy for an hour. You need at least an hour without interruption. Cause I don't know how you function at all. I don't know either.
0: And now they've been doing like, you know, one of them came in just a little bit and then she left. I have to go get them though. Cause I don't know. It's going to be lunch yeah, time sorry. sorry No, but, but still, I mean, I, I get it when it's pretty like this, but then Hunter, like we went over to the park the other day and this was driving, this is what drives me nuts. We went to this beautiful park just surrounded my mountains. Beautiful day. Kids everywhere. And I'm sitting down watching them play. Because now they're big enough that they don't <clears> need me own. to, right. you know, get them. Right. So Hunter basically climbed on everything that was there. And then she came down and sat next to me. And she's like, <sighs> I'm like, what the heck? I'm bored. Oh, my son used
2: to pull this oh, my God. all
0: the time. Why are you bored? There's all these things to do. Well... I only like it when there's monkey bars or I only like it when there's like other kids. Well, there are other kids (laughs) or, you know, and I was just like, get out of town. Don't come over here with your energy (sighs) energy. You can come and sit next to me and enjoy being outside like this. That's cool. But don't do that.
2: We're outside. I used to to threaten Nathan that I was going to come in and make him write his name 50 times. I was like, either you play on the monkey bars and you play on the playground and you have a good time. I'm going to make you do something you hate. And that's even more boring than this. Your choice. And he was like, bye. So crazy. <laughs> and he would leave. She finally, Because it you know- is crazy. Don't look at me with a slide and swings in front of you and tell me you're bored. Go down it again. More. Again. Again. More. More again. That's the point of the... Playground. That's the
0: point of the playground, and then the, you know Maymay was great. She she lost herself into all kinds of different things. But it was just so funny that Hunter was like, ah.
2: I know. Well, she may be, maybe maybe she knows she's only she's six, right? She's seven. She
0: might so, be getting too
2: old a little bit.
0: My guess, but still, it have was her just bring like, a
2: book when you guys go to playground just in case. She might be getting too old. I, At four, uh, you can still run around with not a care in the world. At seven, you start thinking.
0: Yeah, I guess, but still,
2: and, and she's then, a thinker anyway. That Hunter, she is a thinker. I will take that. She's a um, thinker. So yeah, I would.
1: All you people. Yeah, I
2: mean it's hard. I know it's hard. And actually, I thought you were going to say they go to the park and you're on your phone, and then I was just like, I do the same thing. Well, I need to watch him go on the slide a hundred times. I'm bored. I'm.
0: (laughs) I tried to be as present as I could this time. Believe me, it was very mindful. It was very mindful. I was, you know, aware and whatever. But still, it's like, and I had to break out of that, of course, because I had to say, well, there's just two hours. What can I do in two hours on my phone while I'm at the park? What, can I, what oh, can I do? What can I do? What
2: can I do? There's so much, you know, I'm the and queen so- of this because I don't have my laptop up when he's taking a nap. And so I, for a long time I couldn't. And so I got a little iPad so I could still work. There's always something answer emails.
0: Right. But, but the thing is, like, I don't want that. I don't want my compulsion to do that. I don't want to grab my phone and instantly start my thumb starts moving around and there's no real reason why I'm doing it. It's just because. So I don't want oh, that. No, see,
2: I, now I think you're saying you're obsessed with being productive. That's not the same as doing well, things half-assed. Well, okay. Well, there's a I lot of, to this I feel obsessed with being productive and that's different. It's,
0: it's about being, I think for me, it all, again, comes down to just being present to do whatever it is that I'm doing a hundred percent to do what all I'm doing, right. or or not even 100%. I support really, that's this, not but I still
2: think it. you can distract yourself while you're watching the dishes, because that sucks.
0: Well, yeah, of course, but I don't want to do it compulsively. Like, I want to choose it. That's, that's all I'm saying, because Fair there's enough. a lot of the times when I'll do it just because, and what it's doing is it's de-grounding me in some way. I'm listening to something that is perhaps not the best choice. It's sort of like, you know, different people react to caffeine differently, but it's sort of like, mindlessly drinking, uh, you know, black tea or a cup of coffee right before you go to bed right, and not thinking about it and then like laying down going like, oh, you know what? I should not have drank that cup of coffee. Like being aware and choosing and rather than just all of a sudden going like, oh, you know what? That was probably not a good idea. Yeah. Maybe. Next, it, so in the moment, say that is not I can do this instead. So that's been my, my work. I can do this instead. Rather Makes than, sense. yeah, that is it. So anyway, people, those of you, well, we've dragged, us out, who, we've long dragged us out long enough. Thank oh you God. for
2: staying with us. Yeah. I want to thank actually Rebecca Council of CLR Virtual Connection because she has volunteered to start helping me catch up with some of the stuff that I shouldn't be doing so that I can get to the stuff that I should be doing. So you should see our things start to work a little more smoothly now. And she just started for us today. So by the time you hear this, she'll be working for us for four days and we should probably be back on track relatively shortly. But I just want to thank her so much for being my helper and check her out. CLR virtual connection.com. And also thank you to John from audio editing solutions for being our amazing editor because as usual we sound so awesome and it's all because of John. So thank you. Yay. And I think that's it for today. So thank you guys so much for listening. Check us out. She well, you're not gonna go to our website. Let's not lie. but let's like, not, you yeah. go to our, you go to our <laughs> Facebook page She Podca- facebook.com she podcasts twitter.com she podcasts uh, and Snapchat at Yogeek and Jess Kupferman. Yeah, still trying. We're still playing with that. So please join us there.
0: Yeah, it's it's fun to see the behind the scenes. Although when we are stressed out or ungrounded or grumpy, you won't see too much of our face.
2: You'll know because we won't be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now you know the truth. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.